Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pop quiz. What do former Presidents Gloria Macapagal Arroyo and Joseph Estrada, former Senate President Juan Ponce Enrile, and Senator Bong Revilla Jr. have in common? Well, they all at some point or another relied on the high-powered lawyer Estelito Mendoza to get them out of some very sticky situations. What did you think the answer was? Anyway, fast forward to 2021 and the 91-year-old Mendoza is at it again, this time representing another controversial political figure, Bongbong Marcos. I'm Izzeli and this is Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, let's get to know the man who's been dubbed the lawyer of last resort. Attorney Estelito Mendoza graduated cum laude at the University of the Philippines College of Law in 1952. He obtained his Master's of Law from Harvard University before becoming a UP law professor at the age of 24. A few years later, Mendoza worked in government as Solicitor General for the late dictator Ferdinand Marcos Sr. from 1972 to 1986. In those years, he argued more than 600 cases for the state and believe it or not, won them all. He successfully defended the ratification of the 1973 constitution that paved the way for Marcos Sr. to stay in power and declare martial law. He was the legal architect of martial law. Although, siyempre, si Marcos, ang brains, he worked with Estelito Mendoza to set up a legal architecture. Si Marcos gusto niya may legal infrastructure siya. So may declaration of martial law, may mga presidential decrees. He wanted his tracks to be legally covered. To what extent did he do all of this? Definitely, may contribution si Mendoza sa pagka-craft ng mga, yung legal setup ng martial law. That's Marites Vitug, a veteran journalist and author of the book Shadow of Doubt, probing the Supreme Court. Aside from being a Solicitor General, Mendoza also held multiple government positions, just as Undersecretary and eventually Secretary, Pampanga Governor, and Member of the National Assembly. Marites Vitug says it's one of the reasons why Mendoza has so many connections and wields so much influence in court. He worked with young lawyers. In fact, in the office of the Solicitor General, he worked with Renato Puno, who eventually became Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. He also worked with a number of lawyers who eventually joined the Supreme Court. May network siya, and since he is respected by these people he has worked with, mataas ang regard sa kanya. When Marcos Sr. was deposed in 1986, the administration of former President Corazon Aquino went after the Marcos family's ill-gotten wealth. Of course, it was Mendoza who represented the Marcoses, 
Later on, he also canceled cronies Lushotan and Danding Kowanko. Mendoza was consistently listed as a leading individual in dispute resolution among lawyers in the Philippines, in the Asia-Pacific Legal 500, Chambers of Asia, and which lawyer. But if there's one thing that Mendoza is known for, it's his magical letters. You know, the letters that somehow convince courts to flip-flop on decisions in several public interest cases. For instance, from 2008 to 2010, they were arguing about the constitutionality of the cityhood laws, which would have converted 16 municipalities into cities. All it took was a letter from Mendoza for the Supreme Court to reverse its final verdict thrice in favor of the municipalities. Pero yung letters na yun, they're not supposed to be part of the legal arsenal. Pero bumabaliktad yung justices, that is because of connections. And again, we have no proof, but favors may have been exchanged or given. It was so obvious na nag-flip-flop yung mga justices pag siya. In a 20-year-old labor dispute between Philippine Airlines or PAL and the Flight Attendants and Stewards Association of the Philippines or FASAP, the court sided with FASAP and ordered PAL in 2008 to reinstate the retrenched 5,000 PAL employees, including 1,400 cabin crew. The court issued three decisions in favor of FASAP. But nine years later, the court miraculously reopened the case and recalled its three previous decisions with finality based on the letters of Mendoza to former Chief Justice Renato Corona. Associate Justice Marvick Lunen once described it as highly irregular and says it violates due process. He said the reopening of a final case was done through a back door. But for Mendoza, there was nothing wrong with his letters, which according to him, were sent only to seek more information. Former President Joseph Estrada hired Mendoza as his chief legal counsel during his impeachment trial in 2000. Estrada was found guilty of plunder but was pardoned by his successor, former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. Arroyo herself also sought the services of Mendoza. In 2016, Mendoza got her acquitted of graft charges over the alleged misuse of 466 million pesos in the Philippines charity sweepstakes office funds. Gloria Magapagal Arroyo's Good Friday is finally over. In the 2015 multi-million peso pork barrel scam, Senator Bong Revilla also engaged Mendoza's services and was cleared of all graft charges. The court will enter a judgment of acquittal, so that is the end of the case. Revilla's co-accused, former Senator Juan Ponce Enrile, was allowed to post bail after Mendoza cited his old age and health condition. How can you argue with that? No wonder he's called the lawyer of last resort. But many believe that Mendoza has been defending the wrong side of history. He was once quoted as saying, I'm a lawyer. I don't choose what cases I have. Those in the wrong side are most deserving of having lawyers. I can assure you that I win my cases because I work hard. Within a day or two of the news that Bongbong Marcos had hired Mendoza for his disqualification case, 
We also learned that Marcos was granted a seven-day extension to respond to the first petition seeking to cancel his candidacy because of his tax evasion conviction decades ago. That's even though the Comelec's own rules state that a five-day deadline for defendants to file an answer is quote-unquote non-extendable. For mere mortals, maybe. Not for the 91-year-old attorney Estelito Mendoza. Here's Marites Vitug again. Magaling naman siya at ang dami niyang napapanalunan. Pero napapanalunan niya dahil hindi naman laging tama yung arguments niya. But he has a network of justices in the Supreme Court. Was there something going on beyond network niya? Were there favors given? So we don't know. Again, I'm Izzy This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.